it start yet? Yeah, it started now. Dee dee. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> welcome to episode number fifty-two of the Off Center Archers. I'm Anthony. This is Stephanie. And uh, what are we going to talk about, Steph? Oh, Jesus Christ! So. We got a couple things going on, and our last one we kind of went over everything that was going on. But we're going to go over some things because we have some family members that are interested in shooting because we're like a virus. We infect everyone. Wow. And, we're uh, a virus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. With our, well, it's a positive virus in a way. Yeah. This, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so <clears throat> we have people that uh, I guess want to get into shooting that we're going to kind of go over some things. Yep. And uh, go over the uh, the power cut. This, yeah. Sunshine and power cuts. <laughs> Sunshine Summit that will be on I'm here so within the next two weeks, actually. Yeah, so. that's our live our live stream. Do you have the times? Are you prepared? We're at ten thirty Eastern time, which is like two thirty in the a- two thirty in the afternoon New Zealand time, like the next day, <laughs> since they're from the future. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking to someone from the future. Right. So it's like Bill we'll, and we'll get into that adventure. later of what will be on here, and I'll actually do do it the right way. Yeah. So, well, that's in two weeks. Right. Two weeks. So if you ever saw the money pit, you get a little joke out of the two weeks. Or if you've ever worked with us on construction sites back in the day, two weeks meant we were at your house for six. Well, no, there was, no because they, they did some ridiculous bids on them, and they, you know... We just kept feeding them two weeks because our bosses were just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, no, it originally came from the money pit. I know. Two weeks. Yes. Two weeks. With Tom Hanks, I remember. It was like six months eight later. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. And then the tub falls through the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the laugh that he has. Yep. <laughs> Tom Hanks, I just went psychotic laugh. Yeah, I would probably do the same thing, though. Oh, yeah. You spend that type of money, you're going to lose your shit when your tub goes through the floor. Yeah, I'd probably have that psychotic laugh, too. Mm-hmm. It's, like, from the 80s. So if you've never heard of it, you're either too young or you're living under a rock. See, so this is the reason why I want that freaking that board thing that I was showing you that no. we watched a video on Barnacles. You could set up all the different buttons. Uh, it's actually meant for, like, sh- Twitch screaming because you could set up oh, for yeah, different yeah. sounds and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons why I want that thing. Cause we could get add, the like, Tom Hanks laugh? Yeah, yeah, get the Tom Hanks laugh on there. But the there. problem is we don't realize this, that we're going to mention this until we've already mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, we could preload some uh, some messed up sounds. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah. I could upload some from uh, Battlefield and Friends. You know, the crossbow one. Like, come on, that'd be funny. We got our Russian listeners. Yes. I'm going to win the crossbow, I'm going to eh? win the crossbow, eh? <laughs> like a fucking Italian visiting yeah. Russia for a little bit too long. Yeah, he's had a too Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know what? I have to say, I got to mention this, because we were on our walk. We did a family walk. On the weekends, we take the kids, and all of us, we go walk on our tr- the trail that's by us. And uh, today, we did the six, six miles. Yeah. Well, and, if, you're ever uh, in the, if anyone's ever in the Greenville area and you just want to get out and sightsee and go for a nice walk in this area, we have something called the Swamp Rabbit Trail, which uh, is over 30 miles long. Yeah, it's and, 30 plus miles. Right. Our favorite area is to go up by the either by the falls in Greenville itself, which I, we, we've posted numerous pictures of us being around the falls and I've color corrected photos. Yeah, the Reedy Falls. And then uh, we go to a town called Traveler's Rest because a large portion, 
of the path is actually like covered in wood in trees so it's a very shaded area there's always a nice breeze going through the trees so it makes for a nice walk and it makes it you know we get us and the kids out and yeah that's nice mm-hmm. and um but you know what i gotta i gotta mention this mm-hmm. and i remember i was talking to you i had like this epiphany that we've been together for you know too fucking long yeah all these years <laughs> and um we still do shit together yes and uh you know it's uh you don't realize it until you look back and you appreciate kind of what you have that you didn't realize at the time. So with us, you know, from one thing to the next, we do a lot together. We, I mean, pretty much everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you don't, uh, it's not that we have to. Like this podcast started just because we wanted to do something else. This podcast actually started just because of like a spoof of why not, you know, let's try it. Yeah. You know, I was being a smart ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, because me and Doug were going to try and set one up. And between me working second shift and Doug working that absurd shift that he works, it made it like I can stay up stupid late and Doug's used to going to sleep at 6 p.m. Yeah. You know, so. You didn't really have an open window. Yeah, it is really not until something on either one of our schedules You'd have makes to do like a have, 1 p.m. recording. Yeah, yeah, which is impossible. You know, it's ridiculous. Everyone in his house during at any time of the year. I mean, the kids are home. It's loud. It's loud here because we have our two kids. Yeah. But, you know, my whole point in, in that is. And I is still that... have the name for that fucking thing locked down here on Podbean. I have the account made and everything for it. And it's actually a badass name, and it actually came from uh, one of the guys in the Discord server running for uh, Banter. Oh, okay. But uh, what I was saying is, you know, um, and when you start that up, then that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll mention it. Right. But I, I got to say, you know, after us talking about that whole thing, mm-hmm. is, you know, anyone listening out there who's with someone for X amount of years or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you really got to learn to appreciate the things the small things that you have so with us mm-hmm. we do we do the same things together we enjoy doing the same things together which right. means you know it's not like i have to do something with you or you have to do something with me or you know right. it's oh, yeah. we're trying to schedule our time or we're miserable because we're not doing something else and um you know in the the big scheme of things you have to realize that it's just those little things in life are what you have to to step back and, you know, really, uh, I don't know the word, uh, I don't know. You just gotta, I mean, just generalize, I mean, generally you just have to learn how to appreciate it. I mean, there you a, go. That's that a word. lot of people don't realize exactly how much they either have in common or it just, it seems like routine to you. I mean, we've been together for... 16 and a half years yeah, and married coming up on 13 years here yeah. next month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and over that time, our habits have, our habits have always been competitive with me and you. It yeah. always has been. And it's it, it, from archery to shit back then. Yeah. You know, and people don't understand when I, when I tell them that, how it kind of works to our benefit and it always has, because like you push me to be a better shot when it comes to archery and I catch what you do and make you a better shot when it comes to archery. Yeah. But that has gone fucking on between the two of us for the last 16 years, yeah. well, you know, 16 plus years, you know, you are very artistic with stuff and I always push you to do artistic stuff and you know, we have a six foot 
totem pole painting that you did. Oh, yeah, it's somewhere. But, well, you know, and then Rod and, and uh, his wife have your drunk giraffe yeah. on their walls. Um, you know, I mean, but then drawing the tattoos for people and, like, I always pushed you to do the stuff that I knew you were really good at and you pushed me to do stuff with, that I'm good at, which 99% of the times is anything I do with my fucking hands. Yeah. You know, um, you know, back in the day with me building race cars and shit like that. There's not many people that could say that their wife was driving a 450 horsepower all-wheel drive Eclipse and would smack the shit out of dudes driving their their own cars. But you could do that. But No, I never really did much. I don't think I did. I, when I was driving the moving truck and your Eclipse was on the trailer, I watched you freight train the dude in my Evo. You don't really want to use that word context. What's that? Freight train. A dude. You freight train the dude. You yeah, fucking no, walked away no, from his ass. No. I didn't say you were getting a, a train to run on you by two dudes. I said you freight you fucking. You fucking it's got to turn into a dick joke all the fucking time. All the time. All the time. You so, figure you learn by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have known that was coming. You know, I, I got to put it out there because I know there's probably there's people that listen to us that are married. And this is not a podcast for just. Uh, you know, in that genre of, of you know, I'm not a doctor or anything We're not like that. the typical archery podcast either, so. No, that's true. And, yeah. uh, but, man, you gotta sometimes, if you're fighting with your your spouse or anything, you gotta sit back and appreciate the smaller things in life. And sometimes a lot of the smaller things are the ones that matter. And the bigger things that you think are, are bigger, not really. Not really that important. See, every like guy Kevin that's listening to this and, right now is like, fuck that, we like bigger. <laughs> well, see, that can be taken in the wrong context yeah, too. Well because good. if you like bigger, then you kind of that gives you on the other side of the spectrum. Well, Doug had to get bigger shafts for his bow. You know, if you he, didn't, if you left right, out your bow, right now he's fucking telling me to go fuck myself <laughs> from his car. <laughs> fucking driving in his work van, like fuck you, dude. I didn't need bigger shafts. Fucking damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, all of us do hover around that line area, so I guess we got to make sure mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. big enough to hit the line. Yep. But anyway, enough of that. So we have uh, the wedding in November that we've been talking about, and it's really cool because we got the invitations. I have to say, they are also into hunting and like outdoors and stuff like that. Well, I think um, I'm so, actually pretty sure Christina and Tony actually listen to this, so, oh, okay. you know. Um, yes, we're talking about you. So, uh, fucking invitations, ridiculous. I think it's awesome. I gotta say, this is the best invitation that I've seen for a wedding because it's not just your, your, um, your foo-foo fairy, uh, white invitation with whatever on the fucking heavy ass paper. Right. It's the way it's designed is, is fucking cool it is the coolest design that i've ever seen yeah it's it's absolutely badass and uh i'd put pictures of it up on our site but the the problem is is that um has too much of their information on it i really don't want to start blurring all that shit out but it's just really cool yeah yeah it is and um so we're looking through the dates because it says it's like a three-day event is what it is because i um they have a uh, the resort up there in um, Big Indian, New right. York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Indian, New York. And um, and yes, you heard her right. It is a three day three day wedding event. event. So on one of the days, I saw it says in the morning, the morning of the day of the ceremony, because the ceremony is at four. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. So the morning, it says hiking, hunting, or relaxing, whatever. So whatever you do. But I saw hunting. Mm-hmm. So I asked her. Okay. If we should bring her bows. Right. And she's trying to get Tony to set up some targets. Should we just so ma- we could shoot? We could airmail him our turkey that sits in the closet doing sits actually in our laundry room doing nothing. Yeah, well, I, we can't bring it to the range because we have two car seats in the back, and before kids, the, the turkey would so. sit in in the back. Just imagine driving down the road. We got both car seats, and there's a turkey just chilling there in the middle. We should <laughs> rope it to the, the roof of the the car, a foam turkey. <laughs> That'd that be, would funny. be funny. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. But. Uh, so, but then that's the morning of their ceremony. Are right. they gonna? They're gonna shoot. She's like, wait, hold on, on hair. Let me go out and shoot for a little bit. It wouldn't shock me. With that Christina. would be good. That'd be awesome. It really wouldn't shock me. Because you figure, if let's just say the longest, she takes like an hour on her makeup, an hour on her hair, which I don't think it takes that long. I don't, I don't know. know. You're the one that had all that shit done. I don't know. You think I paid attention? I, don't I just know. said, okay, this is acceptable. All right, then just do this. Right. They asked me, oh, what do you prefer? I said, I don't wear makeup, so I guess just figure it out. And they figured it out. <laughs> don't and I looked make it fine. look like I got painted with a brush. <laughs> yeah. So they, um, but I guess if it's a four, if she has to leave, I don't know, maybe her, the, her friends, that her bridesmaids, or they also shoot. Because if you get up early in the morning, I mean, 7 a.m., you could be out there and you can get a, you know. An hour or two before you go eat breakfast, then you go to do all the other stuff. Well, and see, that's that's where it's kind of funny that I don't know if, if she's actually going to be shooting because, well, it depends on how much they, people follow that the, the tradition stuff that the groom is not supposed to see the bride before the wedding. Oh, yeah. So, you know, th- that type of thing, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe it's going to be more so for the guests and stuff like that. They know me and you shoot. And, yeah. Um, and like you said, I got now I have other family members asking me mm-hmm. about getting into archery and wanting to know what I recommend and stuff like that. And it, it it's so hard to talk to certain people, especially in my family, about what to get when you're going to go into something. Because, how do I put this nicely? Because I know you listen to the fucking podcast. It's all or nothing? Yeah, pretty much. It's like balls to the fucking <laughs> wall. We're mm-hmm. in it, and we hope we're going to work out for the best. So, <laughs> you know, it's so hard to be like, oh, you know, okay, well, this is what I normally recommend for beginners, which everyone knows that's listened to this podcast before. I always recommend the, the PSE Stinger Rex. It's the most adjustable bow. It goes down the... The 60-pound model will go down to, like, what, 28 pounds, 27 pounds, some stupid shit yeah, like that? Yeah, because it has the, that learn mode on right, it. Right, because it's a dual-phase cam. Right. So, and then, you know, then, uh, you put it on performance mode, and you can go 60-pound max, or if you get the 70-pound model, whatever. And it was like, no, I want a bow like Steph. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, just so you know, that bow actually retails for 1000 But now this person wanted it in pink. She wants it in black and pink. I don't think they come standard in pink. The evolves. No, we can probably. But you no, can actually you can get dip a black. the visor. You can get a black. No, they, they sell Evolve 35s in black. Because actually, matter of fact, Saluda River, Kevin has a black Evolve. But your strings are the accent color. So that's what she was talking about, the black and the pink. Oh, so okay, she okay. would change all of her accent colors to pink, which 
doesn't shock me. Well, like, at one I mean, point she wanted she, a, a pink Hummer. Right. She told me if I ever win the lotto, it was mandatory that I buy her a pink Hummer. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it's it, it, it's so hard to recommend things to my family because my family does like they get into something, they get into something. Like if they like it, it's gung ho and and it'll be like that for life. No looking back. Right. Yeah, and. It's just hard for me to be like, well. You know, it's funny. I was going to say they go in it, all flags are flying. But then I guess that only pertains to your brother and sister. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That kind of just threw me off. Um, So, you know, but it it is. It's like, all right. You know, and then I explained to her what I did with your bow and how we found your bow for 525 and. Yes, we actually paid $525 for an Evolve 35. No, what? Nope. What was it? You mean nope? Nope, because we had a coupon. But it was still, we still paid five. I, I said we paid 525 for it. We, we paid 425 for no, it. No, we paid five. Four. No. Four. It was 625 four. and we no. had a $100 coupon. Yes. It was 625 and eBay was running a... $100. We got a $100 coupon. $100 coupon. It was the ma- We had the max value for the coupon. Because it was 20% off, and the max would have been $500, which ended up maxing it out to, because it was over. It was 625 But we paid 525 for yours. And it's just like, okay, you know, and then plus the site, and plus the wick stick stabilizer, which is can be used as a deadly fucking weapon. Um, you know, arrow rest. Yeah, but all good swords are very well balanced. If you Right. Okay. It's not a damn sword. No, uh, but if it's a deadly weapon... All it's the a, way to the front. So if someone were, you know, coming at you and that happened to be what you had, I mean, it'd be nicely weighted. It doesn't your cut hand... through. The problem is you can't use a blunt object and compare it to a sword. <laughs> but it's like no, fucking no. holding a hammer. It's a carbon fiber. Listen. Blunt death machine. <laughs> are you swinging that thing? It's nice on your hands. You know, your your moisturized hands, and you you're swinging it, and all the weights at the end, and it bunk. Yeah. Okay. No? You say so. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Wick stick stabilizer isn't exactly the heaviest. No, no. Well, it's, it's light. But I mean, it's all the weight is where it's supposed to be. It's all on the end. True. Um, you know, and I just I went through the whole list, and it was like, hey, you know, her bow. Plus, you know, I figured, you know, a, a half a dozen arrows, you know, to start off a nice starter kit. Nothing, nothing crazy. No nocturnal knocks. You don't even need to do a full shit. dozen. You could do a half. Whatever. I just, I, I did the math in my head for a dozen. Okay. And it was about eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, that sounds about everything. right. The problem is the reply I get. Oh, I'm good with that. It's like fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Well, to see, here's the thing. Okay. So if you have the money for it, and you have no problem spending it, then. It's a real hard argument. So if you're starting out and you got the money to burn and it's not going to really phase you financially, then you know what? Go for it. That's like, you know, it's uh, your decision. Mm -hmm. But if you are listening to us and you're starting out and, you know, um, you want to kind of move, move into a beginner bow, but you got to live on a budget, then that's not really the way to go. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing, it's not. It, it actually ends up not if you have the 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 money right then and there to buy uh, setup A or B. Right. One being a little bit higher priced than the other one, is the fact that you might go to shoot, and you might just not like it. 
Right. You just might not enjoy it. Or well, you might enjoy it in the beginning, and then it might just kind of fizzle off, and you just like doing something well, else. Well, you know, there's also going to be like those type, of di- those type of events where just life fucking happens, and suddenly you don't shoot for a while. Yeah. You know? So. But I can see her having time for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She still shoots guns. Yes. Yeah, which well, which she also asked me about that. Which which uh, rifle would I recommend for hunting right now? And it all depends on what you're going for. You know, a deer in Florida is fucking tiny. Or a duck. Um, uh, a duck. <laughs> really? I was referring back to our other episode. Yes, yes, yes. I know. <laughs> what's your what's your coupon that you absolutely failed on because it had to be five letters and you're like coupon codes duck. Wrong. Nope. Denied. So, Missing a goddamn letter. Right. Um, but it all, I mean, it all depends on what you're going to go for. Like, you know, if you're going to go up toward, like, they live um, more toward the Tampa area. So if you're going to go for, like, hogs, you're probably going to go more toward either Everglades side, somewhere south Naples near Whatever's the woods. automatic. Or you're going to, yeah, that, that's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to try and get Ryu one day to go to Texas with me and go I helicopter hog hunting. He would go, he would do very well. Oh, yeah. The problem with, with the problem with Ryu, I would honestly think, and this is just a sidetrack, is if I were to get him to go to Texas with me and go helicopter hog hunting, would be to get him to let the fucking trigger go before he melts the fucking barrel. Okay, so, so side side picture for you to to uh, view him that we're talking about. He's a friend of ours. that's a gun nut, and he is all American. No, all American. America. And uh, he, you can picture him. He's uh, about five foot one. And <laughs> I'm so glad he doesn't listen to this. Oh my god! Nah, he's like five foot two and a half. Five five. And uh, <laughs> no, five seven. He's actually five seven. No, five five six five. Whatever. Five. He's somewhere in that you know. So in the shorter short guy range. range. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but he would be the one that you'd see hysterically laughing, and. Uh, Yelling out of a helicopter with gun going off, hitting all these hogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cra- fuck. Like, he, you know, he would be screaming out the side of the helicopter because he wouldn't know how to control himself. He'd be like, oh, you know. he, he Wearing he, an American flag. Yeah, he, he probably did. He would. He would probably have the American flag on as a fucking cake. And then parachute outside down. Outside, the, outside the, the window of the helicopter going, I'm John fucking <laughs> Rambo. Watch you your know. fucking drink there, buddy. Just fucking screaming his ass off. <laughs> Move this. He so, almost knocked his drink. I almost over. knocked my drink it's over. Hearted. Sorry. But no, he'd be uh, parachuting down on a, a buffalo with the American flag. Parachuting <laughs> on a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So uh, yeah, that's that's who we were talking about. Who actually he was thinking about getting into shooting, but mm-hmm. he's really he's well right now he's got busy. a couple of projects that he's doing. Couple. Um, yes, he's got a couple. One. Uh, is he's building himself another gun. He's building himself an AR-10. Mm-hmm. And he literally, he buys his guns piece by piece by piece and assembles everything himself. So you got to give him props for that. I mean, it, every one of his guns is his hands. He puts them together. It's not like he went to Gander or to... Gunsmith. Was Dick's or whatever and bought himself a gun. He actually assembles everything Builds the gun certain size. He's allowed to have the um, uh, the NFA tax stamps, so he's allowed to have silencers. I thought those were getting taken away. No, 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 no. That law didn't get passed down there. No, where? 
Florida. No. No. What do you mean where? It's where a federal law. How are they going to fucking... No, the whole thing they were, they were talking about with the guns, that, that, that they were going to be... I don't know. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know enough into guns to start rambling out right, right. certain things. So well, I'm neither just gonna do stay I, but there. he's... Anyway, but yeah, he was going to get into archery, so right. uh, if he actually gets to the point where he does, then we'll probably be well, mentioning I think he, him, I think eventually he will. It's like I said, he's got a couple of projects that he has to get done. One is the, the rifle he's building. Um... And then he's, he plans on finishing his car, which there's like Still? one phase left to it that he has in his mind. Oh, my gosh. Um, and if he does, according to him, he said he's going to sell it after if it does it. Yeah, it's not going to get Which uh, I already told him. I think he's full of shit. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. And granted, I mean, for anyone who knows anything about cars and whatnot... Uh, me and Chris used to be business partners a while ago, and we both had pretty nasty Mitsubishi evolutions. Mine was more of the street, uh, track style car, shit ton of torque, made it into a stroker. Um, Chris's car is like balls to the wall, straight line, except it's full weight. So Mm -hmm. it's got no fake carbon fiber doors, none of that stupid bullshit, and this next phase should technically make the car run a high eight in a quarter mile. So you're talking a 900 plus horsepower, two liter four cylinder. Hmm. I just remembered <clears throat> what else I wanted to mention. Okay. Sorry, finish. I no, I'm not. That, that's about all that's left of his project. And then he said he's going to get into the archery and stuff like that. Okay. So we were watching YouTube the other day. We watch YouTube every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Bow Hunters, no, yeah, bowhunter.com, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Single, not plural. Bow Hunter. Bow Hunting. Bow Hunting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I fuck up a lot of names. Little so, bowhunting.com, they did a review about a GPS knock. Oh, the breadcrumb. Yes. Yes. That was Bow Hunter Planet. Actually, okay. So neither of them listened to us yet. So if they ever do, I doubt they'll hear this episode. It was a great review. Yes, I have to say. So the deal with this is, I know you looked it up on their site, Mm -hmm. and it's an actual. Is it an actual uh, knock knock that you attach to your? It looks. It looks like an over. um, In lengthwise, it looks like an oversized nocturnal. Yeah, is what it looks like. Um. It is pretty much a GPS tracker that you can, that it uses the Bluetooth on your phone to let you know when you're close. And then when you're really close to the arrow, like, I mean, it literally says getting closer, closer, closer. It's like one of them old school toys from the 90s that they they, they try to sell that stupid hide and seek toy. Well, wait, hold on. You got back up. It's, um... They have an app that you download on your phone. Right. And yeah, in the app, it has all these different menus. Right. And the one you're talking about, it's when you're, you're, you're searching, your you're tracking your arrow. It'll actually mm-hmm. show you, uh, clo- like, hot, cold. You're well, closer. it's not hot, cold, but it's kind of the same idea. It's the same general idea, yes. So, and then when you get close enough to it, I mean, you can do it from distance, but it's really not worth it. But once it says very close, you can hit a button in the app that they have for mm-hmm. these knocks. And it will start to pulse light. And then you hit another button, and the fucking knock will start to beep. 
Yeah, it's a blue light too. So it's it a blue light, so it's bright as can be too. Yeah. I mean, they showed the video, the they showed in their clip it flashing, and it's bright blue. Yeah, and um, the the thing is, is that even when you 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 click on the location for it, mm-hmm. it will actually bring up like if you look in MapQuest how they have their their little map out, and then it has like the blue dot for your current location. Right, it'll actually do that with the arrow location. Or the top portion of the arrow, because if your arrow broke off, then it's right. obviously. Um, but it'll it'll have like that little blip on a map of mm-hmm. where your arrow is. Right. And another thing is that um, it helps you if the arrow is actually sticking out of an animal. Is everything okay with our recording? Yeah, that's fine. I hate when you throw these weird looks at the computer while we're recording. No, no. And... uh so you can actually track. So let's just say you shoot and you you, you hit the. Now, granted, that's on a pass through. Like unless the animal takes off and your your arrow is sticking out of them, if you know the general direction the animal ran in, you can literally still track the animal. Yeah. Using this. So it'll actually give you a really good idea. Uh, of, of finding it a lot quicker mm-hmm. than, yeah, absolutely. you know, trying to do all like the blood trails and, and whatnot of, now, of the direction that you're going. It'll actually, I mean, especially if you're closer. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, you know, you hit it and whatever you're shooting at runs because they didn't go down right away. Mm-hmm. And if you're in, you know, thicker brush and you lose sight of it, it's like, well, instead of saying, oh, shit, now I got to spend how many hours trying to figure oh, out yeah. where it went, you know, you could actually use this to, to help you get at least, even if it's two where you're, if your arrow broke off, you can actually, from there, okay, this is where it broke off, and you could probably follow, you'll, you'll probably see blood trails, and you could probably follow it from there. Right. But, man, it's, uh, you gotta check out their YouTube video. They did a really good review on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they've actually been pumping out videos like Ooh. crazy, and their reviews have been like really, really good. And my phone is going nuts in the background. The hell? Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's called it's breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, breadcrumb. breadcrumb. Singular. The breadcrumb. Yeah. I'm having problems with singular and plural names mm-hmm. right now. Bread and they, they sell them in three packs. I mean, granted, they're pricey for what you know people are gonna this think is, is not pricey. A bread. Well. This is not a bread. This is not a budget-friendly knock. So, but but basically, if you're going on a hunt, you're not gonna buy a dozen of these. You're gonna no, buy no. You're gonna buy three. A three pack. Right, and a three pack will cost you about 120 bucks. Ooh, but but, but it's, it's a nifty it, little it's, toy. It's one of them things. That, like you know, everyone jumped on the nocturnal knock bandwagon because they are stupid bright. And they're fucking awesome. Right, and I mean they, they yeah they they are awesome. We just don't use them anymore. Well, I don't. I can't use them. I destroy them. No. Which now, I mean, the way you've been shooting lately, you'd be losing a lot of them. And uh, on a, like, you know, I stopped. We when we went out to tech in Tennessee, we didn't use nocturnals because of the fact that we were bringing. We thought we were going to lose a lot. So, oh yeah, that was with way as expensive as they are compared to a normal knock that you can buy for a lot cheaper in a bigger pack. And we had extras out there with us. You know, it it gets to the point where like, okay, well. This is just a fun event. I don't really need them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're shooting at 3D targets. So, you know, one, maybe two arrows, and you go and retrieve it. So right. we honestly really didn't need it. And plus, we were shooting in the middle of the day. Yeah, we would have had to wait until it was a little bit darker to see them. Yeah. 
So, you know, not so useful in that situation, but they are still really good. I mean, if, right. if uh, you know, going out when you're, you know, now, at uh, dusk, no, dawn, dusk. dawn, either dawn, one, dusk, where it's still dark. Either way, that those would be very, 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 very useful. Mm-hmm. Very useful. Absolutely. And especially these GPS ones. I, I would well, I'd right, have to say. The very... only thing I'm going to, I would say right now is the downfall of those, which is the same thing as the nocturnals, because I mean, it's their same, their downfall right. is the weight. Your average knock is only about seven grains. Um, I believe a nocturnal is about 20. So your nocturnal, because of the battery, whatever, is three times heavier than your standard knock. Right. These breadcrumb knocks are 42 grains. Holy shit. Right. So they're heavy. But it's a GPS thing and it's a Bluetooth antenna and blah, blah, blah. So you have, you have, you're, you're packing a lot of shit in the back of this thing. And for them to manage true. to somehow get it down to 42 grains alone is pretty freaking awesome. And it, you also have to look at the big picture. What are you willing to give up as far as uh, right. weight and what you're shooting well, at? And See, that's where the problem comes in is because of the fact that the, it, it's so heavy. Compared to your norm, um, a lot of people in the archery world, and I, I've been doing a lot of more of the research into it now, and I know Black Eagle sells the tool, and I can do it from the back of the arrow, and I can add weights to the front to get the front of center weight better. Yeah, um, you, you're, you're talking about you probably using like the brass insert, and mm. then still adding 75 grains of weight on top of that, plus your 100 grain tip, just, just to make the FOC back over the 10 to 12 percent where you want it to be right because you'd have to make the nose of that arrow so heavy to make up for that 42 grain ass weight so i mean it's it's going to be a give and take type of thing with that arrow um having that type of knock so you're, you're talking about you know uh it, it, it's a very it's gonna Is be it like a, a kardashian arrow yeah, if you don't fix the FOC, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you dragon ass. Dragon ass, yeah. Um, but you would. You'd, you'd definitely have to, you know, 100 grain tip. The brass insert from Black Eagle, I think, is like 50 grains. Plus, you'd have to add, you know, either a 50 or a 75 grain weight on the back side of the insert mm -hmm. just to get the front of weight centering to where it needs to be to drive that arrow correctly now did they sell i couldn't remember if i saw it with the that product or if it was just something else i saw that um do they sell extra weights that go that you can put on the front to actually counterbalance for what what are you talking about when you buy the knock no what was I thinking of then? That's all. The, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we were to put those on our arrows, I'm black. The way Black Eagle, ha, I mean, since we've switched from East in the Black Eagle right now, uh -huh. I got to give Black Eagle a lot of props for the way they have their shit set up, because Easton, it's like the insert that you put in on the front of the arrow. Yeah, ha, is like 75 grain for a brass, and then you could just snap off the end and make it a 50. Right. Whereas Black Eagles. I believe the insert is 50, but the back side of the insert is threaded. So you can play with the weights. They sell a 25 grain screw that's, on. They sell a 50 grain. That's what they I'm sell talking about. I, I wasn't sure if the... Um... Yeah, you have to get that from your manufacturer of your arrow specifically. And that's where I think right okay. now, when it comes to everybody else, Black Eagle is kind of the arrow system that's shining because of the fact of the way that they design their inserts. Right. Uh, you know, I can add... 
I think there's 10 grain weights, 20 grains, 25, 50s, 75s. I can really drive the front of our arrow weight way up if I need to. So it's more customizable to what you're actually running. Right, right, absolutely. Which actually is, it really, really works because if mm -hmm. you're working with something that you only have option A or B, but then someone else has like option A through P. Right. You know, it, it makes it a little bit easier well, to be able to. The advantages of now of, of having the, the FOC much higher and FOC for anybody is front of center if, if you're new to that um, is it like when you're dealing with wind and whatnot, if the front of the arrow is heavy, like when you shoot it, even if there's like a strong side wind, that front of that arrow, the arrow can start to, the ASM will start to turn, but being that it's spinning, it's still going kind of where it wants to go. But that front weight is so heavy that it actually pulls itself to where you were originally aiming. And that's funny because we were actually, when we were watching the video with Cam Haynes shooting at 160 yards. Mm -hmm. Pause. 160 fucking yards. <laughs> I like that pause. Wait for it? Wait for it, yeah. And um, there, he was uh, talking about, as far as uh, at that yardage, the slightest bit of wind pulling the arrow. Oh, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain, if it's humid, yeah, but if, the if humidity will what, drop it. If you listen to what Cam says I in the listen. video. Huh? What'd you say? WWCD. What would Cam do? What would Cam do? Oh, Jesus or Christ. Or WWCHD. Whatever. Um, <laughs> his arrows in that video are light. Right. He says they're only 400 and something grains, which is, from what I, from all the other newer videos I've seen, are not arrows he normally shoots. Granted, he also has a shorter draw length. I think his draw length is like 27. Well, he's not that tall to begin with. Right. Neither's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's like a 27 or something like that. Yeah. 27, 27 and a half. Um... So their arrows are, are shorter, you know. It's not like, you know, my FMJs were 300 spines at 520 grains, mm -hmm. and uh, but they were 30-inch arrows because, you know, I have a 29-inch draw. So. But still, it's, um, it's a fucking Oh, yeah, distance. yeah, and he shoots an 80-pound bow, which is another, like, impressive-ass thing. Well, I guess if you're shooting for 30 years, and if you bump it up, let's say one pound per year, yeah. well, you know, mm -hmm. you're you're kind of maxed out. Well, I, I, it's, and the thing is I like about it too is the way a lot of times the way Cam describes things. Like, everybody knows if you shoot a Hoyt, if you want the speed of 70 pounds, but you only want to pull 60 pounds, you get the turbo cam. Because the, the cam is designed to, you know, be more aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um but he kind of was like, no, I don't like the, I mean, he blatantly said, like, flat out, I don't like the turbo cam. Right. Because the bow tries to rip the string out of your hand. It's kind of like how the inertia is with me. I mean, the fucking thing tries to take the string away from me all the time. And it's just so aggressive that it tries to pull away from you. And that's the reason why he's still willing to shoot 80 pounds with the standard cam and not have to deal with the turbo. Um so it's just one of those, you know, kind of situations. And I think that's something now more that I'm learning with the inertia is like the, the turbo cam, not the turbo, but the inertia IC cam is so aggressive, it's almost annoying. You know, that extra well, 10 feet per second is an absolute 
pain in the fucking ass with that bow. Yeah, but you like that that extra ten you get. You like it. Yeah, but because every time I mention, well, why don't you shoot with this one for a while, or why don't you shoot with that one? You're like, no, it's too slow. It's too it slow. slow. Hmm. No, but your bow, if I were to shoot an Evolve 35 at 70 pounds, it would be 340 feet per second, not 348. Okay. So I can deal. I'm used to shooting. When jumping from the bear to the inertia was like night and day because the bear was only 330. So the, the inertia is like an absolute, was an absolute animal compared to the, to the bear. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, yeah, it's a lot quicker, but... You have to look at what you're going to be using it for. If, if you're going to hunt whitetail, ooh, sorry, whitetails, you don't need that. I mean, my bow is fine for it. Oh, yeah. And my bow is a lot slower than yours. Right. Like, mine was 244. Right. At 90%. At 90% level, yes. Yeah. So, and that's even fine because I pull at 50. Well, what, what It was we, 49 and change then. It's, yeah. all, it's like it's, 52 right now. Yeah, I, I've adjusted it to 85% let off, and it's uh, 52 pounds. Right. But, um, yeah, before before I even upped it, it that was fine. And it was mm-hmm. a, a ton slower than yours. Right. So I think you're, you know, yeah, you like that, that number. You're the number no, guy. No, I, I do have, like, that whole, like, I, I think my bow's excessively fast. 305 is fucking absurd. I would not use the term. I would not use the word excessively fast when you're talking about your own bow, because every time you talk about it and you spit those numbers out, and you're talking to someone, you get this little smirk on your face about your bow <laughs> and how fast it is. It is. It's fast. So I'm I not would not lie. put it excessively because. Oh, it is fast. I mean, your average bow right now with a decently a decent arrow. Right. Four hundred and ten grain, four twenty. Right, you know your normal standard arrow. They're all doing 280, 275, like that area. And then I mean, when you really think about it, and it's like, oh, what does yours do? 305. You know, it's like what? It's like yeah, it does 305. I'm like holy shit! I'm like yeah, it's it, it, these fuckers move. Let yeah. me tell you. You know, now, how much does it weigh? What is the arrow like? 350. 50 grains? No, it's not 350 grains. I got news for you, buddy boy. It's 428. Yeah. It's like, I mean, but, and I think that goes to show it a lot of things when it comes to, and this is not to like knock any other brands in, but whatever. Um, when you watch a lot of the speed tests right now, the kings when it comes to speed are Matthews and PSE. Matthews period. is a big one. Yeah. You know, the Triax is a nasty little bow. It really is. It's fast. That's been making a lot of... That's all I've been hearing lately about... People love that fucking thing. Also, maybe because our shop is a Matthews dealer, but... Actually, uh, Kevin posted something today about... And Kevin's the shop owner. Kevin's the, the owner of Saluda River. Uh, he thought last year that the Halon 32 was like, ooh, it was a huge seller. And then apparently he has smashed the Halon number the Halon number from last year already with the Triax. Really? So, which is awesome for him. I mean, you know, props for him. He shoots a Triax himself. Yeah, so the thing great. looks tiny. It is a 28-inch axle, axle bow. It's got big-ass cams on it for a little itty-bitty bow. It's like going from an 80s cell phone to the cell phones we have now. No, our phones are getting bigger. What are you talking about? 
It's still small. Our I, our our uh, Nextels were fucking tinier than the shit we carry now. No, those are flip phones. They're still smaller. They were bricks. Get out of here with that shit. Of course they were bricks. That I was a, hard, a horrible comparison. Look at the old Nokia's. The eight 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 eighties or whatever the hell they were. Anyway, the first cell phones, you know that how big they were. Yeah, that's and the then point they got I'm trying tiny, to make. Because everyone, look, it fits in the palm of my hand. You're killing my. You're and now it's like, my... look at my iPhone ten with the fucking stupid cutout where the, the ear speaker is. We're not Apple fans. If you haven't uh, figured that one out, yeah. Forget Apple. So I, it's just you know, and uh, who did it? Alpha bow hunting. On YouTube, did a speed test video, and it was a Hoyt RX One, the Matthews Triax, mm-hmm. something from another company. I don't remember which one, which the next one was. And then did they do Obsession? No, it wasn't Obsession. And then the fourth bow was a PSE um, Carbon Stelt, mm-hmm. which is, you know, an evolved cam bow, but it's part of the Vapor series, whatever. But all of those bows have a three forty. IBO setting. Right. Or IBO rating. And like the top two were PSE and Matthews. But the PSE was faster than Matthews by like almost 10 feet a second. So, I mean, it, and the, but when it came to like the Hoyt, the Hoyt was like 20 something feet behind them. So. I think their, their new bow that came out is not really kind of uh a good competition for everyone. Who? Hoyt. Well, the RX one? Yeah. It's a nice bow. It's a carbon bow. I'm not saying it's not a nice bow. Is but I mean a lot of guys are not going to the the new one. They're going back to the the ones that they've had. Well, right now, I mean they uh, I think they they realize that the the carbon uh, everyone's jumping on the carbon bandwagon first off. Like the PSC Stealth is a carbon bow. Cuz it's carbon. Right, it's carbon. Um, you start off with describing your bow and you say it's carbon and people are like, oh, well, first thing I'm going to think is like fucking dude's pockets are deep, deep. And and you know what a girl's thinking? She, she's digging that gold, digging that gold. Um, but she, he, you know, it, 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 there's advantages to having a carbon bow, like if in New York or especially the people in Michigan, North Dakota, where it gets fucking cold, mm-hmm. it works great for them. Carbon does not react like aluminum. Aluminum in a hunting environment where it's 10 degrees, 10 below, holding that bow is going to suck because aluminum is going to absorb all that cold and it's going to be freezing. It's like holding a fucking icicle. Right. Whereas the carbon doesn't. The carbon doesn't absorb any of it. That thing will just sit there and be fucking dandy. No problem. Oh, really? Yeah. You're, like the, like if you, you could wear winter gloves and hold your aluminum bow up there. And the cold will radiate right through the glove into your hand. Yeah. You hold a carbon bow, you'll feel nothing. So it, it doesn't radiate the same way. Interesting. And, I mean, that's where having those bows would come in, like, really in handy. Like, maybe if you're hunting Montana during the, during the winter when it's really fucking January, winter. February. Right. Severe you know, winter. But, uh, you know, everywhere else, like down here, you don't see nothing about the fact that Hoyt sells... A aluminum version of the RX-1. I think it's called the Hyperforce or something like that. I, I don't pay attention to it because they don't sell a 35-inch version. They only sell a 30-inch version. It was kind of like the with the Defiant. They had the Defiant and the Defiant 34. And then they had the Carbon Defiant and then the Carbon Defiant 34. 
where they were making identical versions of the bow in aluminum and carbon. It was nice. You know, they're not doing that now. That's only pure... the carbon gets two different numbers, two different sizes, and the aluminum version only gets a third. And that's pure um, price-driven, correct? What do you mean price-driven? Well, the the amount for... To I mean, to separate those models like that. Is that just because of the price difference for an aluminum versus a carbon? Oh, probably. I mean, the aluminum bow is... The, if I if I remember correctly, the the standard Pro Defiant was a thousand. It was rated at eleven hundred dollars, right? And the carbon was fifteen hundred and changed to sixteen hundred. Okay. So I mean, you're talking a five hundred dollar, four to five hundred dollar upgrade. You know, and it's it's a little little crazy, but you know, what's the weight difference between the two of them? It wasn't much different. It so it's basically ounces. be it's going to come down to the environment that you're in. So yeah, if you're but, hunting in an environment that a carbon would probably work out better for you. Yeah, but why? I, I don't know. I mean, Matthews is selling the shit out of bows right now. They're doing really well. They're doing absolutely fantastic. They like we, We've said it before. I mean, Matthews has one of the best marketing setups that's in archery right now. Matthews and Hoyt. But... PSC has been trying to come back. PSC has been, from what we've seen in the last couple of weeks on Instagram and stuff, there's a lot of stuff they've been posting lately. They're so. coming out with some announcement tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It was the 30th or the 31st. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it, it, none of their bows are carbon that you really see. I haven't seen them mention a carbon bow. The triax is aluminum. The halon's aluminum. So... Oh, I thought we were just talking about PSE. No, no, no. I'm saying Matthews, though, oh, also. Okay. None of their bows are carbon, from what it seems. I haven't, you know, I, granted, I don't really, like, roam the fucking Matthews website. I just see what they release. I know I knew the Halon 32 is a badass bow. I know yeah, the Triax like the, is a badass bow. Stuff, yeah. You know, all the target archers and 3D people, everyone's shooting TRXs and TRX 38s and this, that, and the other. Whatever. You know, and it's just, all, all the bows are aluminum. You know, and same thing with PSC. I mean, but they, they do have the carbon airs and the carbon stelts. And, right, right. But the price jump is not as absurd. Yeah, but Like, Hoyt, it's $300. The thing is, though, Hoyt is, if you put everyone in a line as far as prices, Hoyt is in the top Hoyt's of that of the pie. Highest, yeah. yeah. They are it's because they can. They are probably the most expensive. Saying it from the top of my head, honestly... Thinking of all the companies out there right now, oh, yeah. it is probably Hoyt as the number one for most expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like now they just released the, the Nitrix, I think it's called, which is, I mean, it's a nice bow. It's supposed to be more of the intermediate level, I guess, bow, because you know, okay. they're saying their Power Max now is the entry level, and their, their entry level bow is fucking $500. You know, whereas PSC's entry level bow is three hundred, so I, you know, it, it's just and it's supposed to be the medium grade bow and whatever, and it's a nice bow. The reviews are all good for it. They let you know it's not like this crazy powerful speed bow, blah 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 blah. Right. And, but it's still like eight hundred. I think the list on it was eight hundred and forty nine dollars. So it, it's it's, it, I mean, it's, there's a lot of companies out that right now their top bow, that's fast, that's consistent, easy to tune is $50 more than their mid-grain bow. Right. So it, it just, I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of hype over. Well, the thing is with Hoyt is that they sponsor certain people. 
Yeah. And those certain people draw in a lot of, of people that, that spend it, be- mostly because, well, so-and-so shoots it, so they try to uh, match, you know, part for part mm-hmm. exactly what they shoot for. Right. And uh, by doing, by sponsoring certain individuals, they, you know, they, they draw in that extra crowd. Oh, yeah. That doesn't care what they have to pay for, because if they're going to do it, they want to shoot like, you know, so-and-so. Yeah. So they're going to, okay, so let me get everything that they have, mm-hmm. and then maybe that will help. Right. But it takes more than just well, that's the a, parts. Well, that, that's where, I mean, all the stuff that you see on YouTube, and I mean, you watch a ton of these channels, and everybody's shooting Hoyts. Everybody. The guys from Hush shoot Hoyts. All of them shoot RX1s. Mm. So. I could have sworn someone, one of them shot a Matthews. No. All three of them have RX1s. Last year, all three of them had Pro Defiance. Yeah. So it's a, it's the same stuff, and every year they change their colors and whatever for their strings and their accent well, kits. Um, oh god, I forgot which one it was. Mm. Has a recurve from Hoyt. Chester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was putting together his recurve the one yeah. year. I think was it was having, last year. Last year, yeah, he was having Matt Davis from uh, Mountain Ops help him out with that. Yeah. But I mean, all recurve. of them. I mean, the guys from Mountain Ops, Casey, um, Jordan, the the Casey and Jordan, two brothers, the owners. Uh, shoot both compound and recurve. Matt, who I believe is like their lead sales rep or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. He's their he leader. Um, he is like trad life to death. He doesn't touch a compound bow. But when it comes to shooting a recurve bow, that motherfucker's an assassin for a hundred yards. He is hardcore, probably one of the best guys to ever watch shoot a recurve bow. You know, he goes to attack, and they're like, how far is it? 97. Thunk, and he fucking nails this thing with a recurve bow. No sights, no nothing on it. Hey, if that's what you practice with all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just an absolute beast with it. Fucking good for him. So, you know, and I mean, um, who else? Gritty Bowman shoots a Hoyt. Brian Call. Um... I'm trying to think who else. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, there's uh, a- What's that girl... She does the product reviews, Outdoor Alley. Yeah. What is she? Does she Matthews. shoot with a Matthews? Yeah. She, shoot, Matthews. she actually used to shoot a Hoyt. She used to shoot a Hoyt, and now she shoots a Matthews Avail, which is the short draw bow. Right, right, right. Which is the one they, they market towards women because it's meant for everything under 27 and a half inch draw. Right. So, Me. Yes. When I'm on that cusp. No, you're at the minimum of most bows. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, you're Evolved 35. The minimum was 26. And I'm 26. With your, with your bow not being maxed out, your draw the draw is actually farther than 26, and that's why your back arm is slightly overextended. That's right. I'm still doing well with it. You're doing really well with it, yeah. So, you know, and I did offer. I said, if you want to shoot with this for a little bit. Yeah, but I'm not going to take that bow away from you. That's, because that's it stupid. doesn't go above 60 pounds. No, I, see, I was like, there's, there's stupid thoughts that have crossed Bullshit. my mind because of the way the stinger is actually set up. Um, and again, I've seen it online, so the thought has crossed my mind. I've actually contemplated like going on um, some of the archery for sale forums and seeing if anyone has a set of inertia cams they'll sell. And Frankenstein the shit out of the stinger oh. and put inertia cams on the stinger. And I mean, it'll pick up a ton of speed. 
But you don't need to. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't pick up as much because of the oversize of the bow. So you yeah. gotta stop worrying about that number, man. That would be man. a three hundred and forty foot per second. You gotta stinger. stop worrying about that that number. Don't worry about it. I like the thing is I like shooting heavy arrows. But if you're if you're uh, accurate enough. And you're you're hitting at a, a speed that is acceptable for what you're going to be hunting. Right. Then well, you don't the need to worry is, about anything faster was, than that. Like this week, like the big thing with me when it comes to like researching stuff, I'm learning a lot more about the air foil. I think what? it's called. When you shoot an arrow, it, you know how like when they show aerodynamic features of like cars and stuff in test labs. Like how the wind goes off the car. Right. Kind of thing? That's called air foil. It's just a direction, and <laughs> um, the, the end of Cars three, when the the jalopy is in the yeah yeah the, yeah, yeah. the um, it's just that cloud of smoke. <laughs> yeah, how air goes over a car all nicely, a race car, but then the jalopy in Cars three, it goes over the front of it, and then the back is just like a puff of smoke. Yep, yep. So <laughs> Sorry. and it's it's just you know just learning more about that and. And I, I'm starting to see why, like, when we were kind of talking about the IBO speed ratings, where it was like, two, you know, for these competitions, you're not allowed to go faster than 290. Ah, stupid. It actually comes in handy. Because I'm starting to learn now with fixed blade, broadheads, fixed blades, more so than... Retractables? Um, yeah, the mechanicals. The airfoil seems to take a lot of precedence, because you have blades obviously sticking out in the front at all times, and it's... It, like your normal arrow, like we, when we shoot ours, have the field tips on them. Majority of the airfoil, yeah, the air, the front of the arrow is pushing air out because of the way the tip is designed. Right. But majority of it comes off the tail end of the arrow. Now, when you go past 290 feet per second, the foil seems to more than expand than it normally should. Like, at a, you know, every certain amount of feet per second, it's like, okay, it just gradually increases by percentage. But it seems that, like, once you jump past 290 into the 300 zone, mm -hmm. it doesn't just expand normally. It starts to rapidly increase larger. So now your veins do jack shit. Oh. So it's going right over them? It's The air being thrown off by the blades is actually so strong, it's overpassing and going right by your veins. So wait, are you saying mechanical for a faster bow are... Uh, better as far as that goes according to the way the things i was reading show because of the fact that the blades are so folded in and the head is always in a normal basis smaller right the airfoil they throw off is less mm -hmm. it all also happens to do with the fact that your normal mechanical arrow is only two blades whereas your normal standard broadhead until now um was three blades like the tro cars or triple blades right, but now right. you know two blades are becoming the huge thing again um so, but it, it seems like, you know, they, they were having a, an actual effect, you know, and, and once you get past that 290 mark, it seems that the airfoil seems to get larger and larger and larger at a, at a, at a, a more, more of a rate than it would below 290. Okay. So, and that's one of the reasons now why I'm contemplating, because, all right, you know, after the new strings and stuff are put on the inertia, see what it does for speed. And if it's still 305, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Whatever. It shot two at 305, one at 304. Uh, 304. Okay. Um, I want to order a couple of kits of the weights from Black Eagle. Okay. So get, you know, a pack of 25s, a pack of 50s, a pack of 75s. And I'm going to 
jump the FOC as high as I can until I get it to 290 without lowering the pull weight on the boat. Now, granted, mm. it, it, it should easily happen. If I put 75 grains on the nose of that thing, in theory, it should drop about 12 feet per second immediately with 75 grains on the nose. Because um, what was the math I seen? Every 10 grains, you lose 3 feet per second was one of the things I was reading on average. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if I'm adding 70, you know, I should lose about 21 feet a second. I only learned that the a rifle shot is times 10. Well, the equivalent, yeah, yeah. The equivalent of times 10. Mm -hmm. That's what they theorize and range it as. So if you're shooting 100 yards, if you can shoot 100 yards with the bow accurately, you are effective to 1,000 yards with a rifle. Right, right, right. So... That was my, my learning information of the day. Yeah, Cam said that in one of his videos. Yep. Because it, it happened to autoplay on our YouTube. Yep, yep, yep. So. Well, our Xbox is listening to us anyway. Probably. Everything is. Google well, no, is. our Xbox isn't because it has no microphone. Yeah, but your phone does, right? No, apparently no. Only when it's on speakerphone, my phone seems to have a microphone. It has a microphone. It has oh. its own microphone. Okay. So it's listening to you. And it links all your information with Google and everything with Microsoft through your, oh, look, he's got an Xbox account. Oh, look, they're watching YouTube. Hey. Yeah, right. You know, that's right. Because you were on the computer and we were talking about something and then it happened to put, pull up <laughs> the an ad. ad. happened to pop up? Yeah. So I, I fully believe that it's listening to us, but do I care? No. Because the fact that... It brings up like, oh, you were looking for this. Here you go. You don't even have to look for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. Exactly. I, I have to put less effort into, you know, what I'm going to be looking for. Right. So I really don't give a shit if it's listening to me. Honestly, mm -hmm. I can go for it. That's why I say, uh, what was that? What was that um, site we were on that I was like, coupons? And it, <laughs> <laughs> we were looking to to buy something, and I was like, oh man, I gotta find some some sales or something like that. Coupons? Oh, boots. Right. You're looking for boots, and uh, all of a sudden, like maybe ten seconds later, a uh, little uh, pop up came up. Like, uh, we'll send you emails for, uh, you know, yeah, coupons, and coupons stuff. and stuff. And um, it wasn't a good one. Uh, and uh, so I decided to try and say other keywords to <laughs> <laughs> to have shit pop up. Yep. So, I, I mean, it works to your advantage. Sometimes. No, I think all the time, honestly. Okay. Unless you're in sites that you're not supposed to be on and you're around family and the, those ads start, start popping up. Yeah, exactly. Ah, like, oh, god damn it. Or if your kids are older, like in the teenage years, or they, they don't know what's going on yet, but they're kind of getting clues. Right. And then, you know, these uh, certain ads pop up while they're, they're browsing for like their science homework or some shit like that. Jesus. <laughs> Male enhancement. 40% off. <laughs> Dad, what's in, what's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But Dad, why do these ads for big dick pills keep popping up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see your mother and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, ah, what else? So I know the breadcrumbs was the big one. Yeah, that, that was that was a really big thing. And uh, 
you know we'll we'll try and and find something online and maybe post it on instagram for anyone who's listening that wants mm-hmm. to look at this stuff they're really cool i mean a really cool feature you know it's the whole uh ata for <clears throat> 2018 is gonna be interesting to see what's there because of they're probably gonna um more stuff like that is gonna be coming out um and you know all the stuff that from you know this past year i should say mm-hmm. with the the rangefinder sight combo right m- making uh breakthroughs the garmin and things ridiculous you know i know a lot of uh old school hunters are probably fighting this like no no i've been hunting well, like this I mean, for years there's and- going to be states no matter what where it's going to show illegal right now because i mean there are several states that no electronics whatsoever allowed and isn't it, it wisconsin was one of them colorado i think is one of them also and, yeah. and, but it's like electronics to the point where you, anyone who owns a multi-site pin or multi-pin site, said that backwards, um, the, the little light you could screw in to make your pins brighter? Yeah. Yep. Nope. Illegal in that state. Really? Yep. Can't have it. Can't have it's, it's It's considered electronic. Not allowed to have it. Crossbows are illegal too, right? No, probably not. Because that's fucking cheating right that's there. That's fucking cheating. You can't have your your uh, your sight pins glow brighter, but you can have a crossbow that basically does all the goddamn work for you. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there. Oh, I know. Fucking game wardens. Now, I... Uh, I think that's above the game wardens Yeah, pay. no, that's way above their pay. That's way above their pay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, any of your game wardens out there... And we were talking about this in the car because of uh, September coming up. Uh, you know, your local game warden... Make friends with them because usually any changes or anything coming up, the, the better friends you are with them and the more you talk to them, then, uh, you know, the more likely they are that they'll give you a heads up on stuff or say, oh, yeah. hey, did you know this? Or, uh, you know, we saw this bear over here. I just wanted to give you a heads up. They're, they're a little bit more um, info sharing. I mean, they'll share their whole bear thing with anyone, but, you know, as far as the other things, they'll they'll give you, like, an inside tip on stuff, and plus you want to have a friend out there if something happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely if something happens. So, which we have to get your license set up, mm-hmm. and we're looking at, we're looking at cameras mm-hmm. to uh, video you. It's too much. We have a... Uh, uh, a butcher that we've already gotten recommended from out here from, yes. from individuals that you work with that have been hunting out here yes that have uh that all hunt on the land that i want to go to which is yeah. all wildlife management land so they have had experience for a couple of years with the same person so they are recommending mm-hmm. them to us since we're new in the area yep um even though we're, we're just hitting a year you know in like two weeks we'll be here a year yes and um so we'll we'll have somewhere to to bring it and um, have everything butchered and taken care of mm-hmm. and so I think this will be like the learning year of everything because we we've just moved here basically and um, I think the following year will be a more uh, a comfortable like okay oh yeah 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 this well, is you have to go and see what's pretty much just get to know the area more so yeah that's all. Mm-hmm. Bring in some flowers, chocolates. Flowers Pro- and chocolates? Promises you don't intend to keep. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, that's, um, man, I was just gonna, damn it, I was just gonna say something else, and I just, 
fucking forgot. <laughs> God damn it. I do, oh, yeah. So speaking of um, being here a year. No, this is really quick. This is really quick. I know you're like nodding your head like, Jesus Christ. You just fucking keep talking. And uh, Truth. R2... <laughs> hashtag fuck off. So... <laughs> Our two-year anniversary for this podcast. Yes, it's actually coming up also. Yeah, it's the 22nd. Of August. Mm-hmm. Two years. Yep, we will be have, we'll, uh, have been doing this for two years now, which means you've been shooting for, what, two years and two months. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's been longer, though. No, not really. Not to me, at least, no. No, but you've been shooting for forever. Yeah. So... Yep. But that was the whole point of the podcast is because I was starting. Yeah, you were starting and we got to play with a bunch of new stuff and toy with the toy around with a lot of the uh the more uh consumer friendly sites and yeah. whatnot and releases. Which we still and... do look for with uh budgets and everything. But the um It's not a lot of good shit out right now. No, but what I was gonna say is the direction that we're we're going toward now is that we want to try is uh fletching our air new our own arrows and um mm-hmm. variations stuff like that we just haven't gotten to it yet just because of all the things coming up that um you know right the wedding the, the funds else. have been going elsewhere besides uh besides that mm-hmm. until we get everything straight yep so you know which is uh, it's what it is that's why we're hopefully i mean we can get a fletching jig here soon because i want to start doing some of those do like a six Six setup and three, six setup and four. Yeah. I am leaning more toward the AAE fletchings because they're just have this fantastic review from everybody. What about uh, trying Dudley's out? AAE makes them. Is it really? Yes. Oh, All the knock on fletchings are AAE fletchings. And you know his coffee that came out? I went his to go black look. Black rifle. I know what it is, mm-hmm. but you know what I also know what it is? Sold the fuck out. No, it's not. What? It's not sold out. Okay. It's only in ground. Oh, well, there's no whole bean. There's no whole bean. I was going to buy it the one day, wow. and then I saw it was only ground. I was like, God damn it. We have a press, so we use whole bean. Yep. We grind our own. Yep. Or just get one of those pour overs and use ground coffee. That's fine. If you want to try it, I want to. I want to look around and see if I can find one of those kettles like my uncle has. The hundred year old, hundred year old. You gotta get those at like an antique coffee store. Coffee kettles that you brew coffee and that shit. You ain't sleeping for three days. The Italians. Mm-hmm. They like made it in the backyard. They like forged Probably it. Probably somebody was out there with a fucking forged hammer. Forged it themselves. Metal over coal. They they blessed it with the saint for the island. Blessed it with the saint from the island. <laughs> <laughs> they passed it down to their firstborn son. They made coffee. The wife's outside throwing fucking salt everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> demons. The coffee causes the demons. <laughs> it's the fucking eye. <laughs> Don't you have that in your family? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's uh Sebastian Maniscalco. Yep. If anyone wants to to I know we've talked about him a couple times on there. People would think that we're we're sponsored by certain people, but we're not. We're not sponsored by anybody. No. Nope. No, no, no. So all right, you're giving me the uh it's time head nod. Your drink's empty. My drink's empty. Yep. Um So 
I'll cut it off from there. Hopefully this week we'll not let the week get away from us and we'll be able to go to the range some more. We tried going again on Saturday, but it was way too packed for our son to be in. Oh yeah, when we went we tried to go yes what yesterday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah yesterday. It, it was just way, way, way too many, too many people, people and he would have not handled that well. Um and then just the rest of the week, just shit gets away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, with him being during the summer, you know, it's uh, I feel a lot busier in, in the morning. Well, yeah. I mean, once he's back in school, he'll be at school, so we'll only have one with us. Right. And uh, half the time she sleeps right through everything. Yeah, that's her morning siesta. Yep. But um, yeah, we're gonna try to get some more time in this week, and you know, everything going on. But he goes back to school in like three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Three weeks. Three. Three and a half. One, two. Yeah, three, three weeks. Three weeks. So once he's back in school, we'll be shooting a lot more mm-hmm. throughout the week because we have um, a lot more time to work with. Right. And yeah, we'll do more road clips. Yep. And then uh, come September, hopefully we'll get some videos. We'll keep you updated on, on our, our cameras. That we get right now it's probably it's looking like a couple of probably two of the gopro sixes yeah this way um because i could mount one directly to the bow and then one you could have on like a gimbal or something like that yeah, just to and- make it easy for now because right now us investing a thousand dollars or more into something like a Canon T6i. That's a big old Family Feud X when you got that shit wrong. Yeah, yeah. What you... You have family Feud? Yeah. And they go to look up at the board and it's not oh, up there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that big old X. Mm-hmm. No. Well, we, that's what I'm saying. We have to shop on a budget too for, you know, because well, this podcast right is now... like kind of our hobby. So for right now, until we figure if it's going to really work. That's what we did with the microphones. We bought whatever was on sale. And then when we figured out, you know, a year later that we still like doing it and we could yeah. afford something else. And we, you know, we sold those and we upgraded. Same mm-hmm. thing with the camera and same thing if you're starting shooting. You figure you like it, you shoot it for a while, you use it for a while. Cameras, mics, bows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Girlfriends, boyfriends. Just don't shoot them. That part's against the law. Yeah. Well, some in jail would say otherwise. That's why they're in fucking jail, because it's against the law. <laughs> Stop breaking now. the law, yeah, asshole. Yeah, exactly. All so. right. So that should be it. Yep. I'm fine. You're always fine. You're like, I'm done. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not scripted out, so I'm done. Yep. I'm the I'm the one that goes off on tangents. You do. You go on, on like these ridiculous tangents lately, which yeah, is actually I, pretty I, fun. Yeah, but I bring you with me. I know. So it's okay. I know. I'm not going down that hole by myself. Okay. Whatever. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just fucking little fucking pouty face over there. All right. Well, <laughs> since we're at the end here. Uh, <laughs> Don't sound so disappointed. On August 11th, we're going to be on the Sunshine and Power Cuts uh, Summit. And the Sunshine Summit. I'm already screwing this up. This is amazing. With Heather. And she is the host of the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. Oh, you Don't. I'm looking at you because I know you're going to make me screw up the freaking name. So, um, <laughs> it's a great event. 
bunch of podcasters from all over the world. You're going to have Adam Higgins from the Odd Dad Out podcast, Emily from the Story Behind, Banjo from the Banjo Says podcast. You're going to yep. have Stargate Pioneer from Better Podcasting. I'm just trying to fucking... You're pointing look. to places I'm in the room like they're here I'm talking with my hands. People looking can't, around. I don't think they're here. Try, I know. I know. I know. Whatever. I'm just... Fucking, I'm Italian. I'm talking with my damn hands. Get over it. Hey, yo. Um, hey, yo. So it's, it's going to be a great event. We're on it on Saturday at 1030 uh, Eastern Time. Uh, it's just a great, you know, great event to celebrate connections with people that we... With, you know, people from all around the world and the podcasting community. We could talk about coffee. I'm sure you and Heather will probably talk about coffee <laughs> and how much coffee you drink on a daily basis. Yeah. So just if you want to check that out, feel free. We're going to post links and everything up to it on the Instagram and Facebook profiles. And uh, have fun, folks. Get out. Go shoot. You're not going to ask me if I have anything? No. 